Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, my favorite people. I hope that y'all are enjoying this series. But y'all, let me tell you before we start, I got a new microphone and I don't know how to act. It even blocked the train, y'all. Like, we might just be on to something with this new microphone. I'm really, really excited about it. So the train might have left the building. But I'm super excited about this week's episode. And I know you will enjoy it. As we go into the next couple of weeks in December, you will now be hearing part of the live stream series with the interviews. Um, These three interviews were amazing that I got to do with three dynamic women. My first interviewee, her name is Diavola Bennett. She is a licensed therapist located in the Memphis area. So if you are looking for a therapist, I will make sure to link all of her information for you down below as well as her Instagram and other contact information so that you can follow her and just be able to communicate with her. She's just awesome. And so I am so excited about her story, her testimony. She got married very, very young at the age of 18 and was just just went through so many different things. And she shared her story on this episode as a very young divorcee after had being married at an early age and then divorcing in her early 20s. And just that process of going through and healing as a divorcee woman, but also just the dynamic amazing way that she's overcome it by becoming an author and just a therapist and I just truly think that you're going to enjoy her story so please take the time to listen and I hope you enjoy feel free to reach out to me on Instagram if you have any questions and I love you all and I'll talk to you soon The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. If you are watching the replay, I'm super excited that you decided to click on this video. 
Welcome, 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 welcome everyone to Therapy as a Christian. Um, this is a series that I started um, back in June. I did two live streams of myself explaining my um, experience with therapy as a Christian. Hi, Diavola. Um, and I am super excited to bring this extended series to you. I am going to be interviewing three amazing women this month, um, talking about their experience with therapy, but most importantly, experiencing therapy as a Christian. So I am so excited, a little nervous, <laughs> um, because this is a very much so a God plan. And, you know, when he does things, you kind of just have to just do it. So I am super excited. Hi, all my babies, my friends. I'm so excited that you decided to come on here. Um, I'm going to let people kind of trickle in before I bring Diavola on. But I wanted to kind of quickly just talk about why I extended this series. So apart from me doing my two live streams, I was finding that after I did the live stream, you have to jump exactly. Um, after doing my two live streams that I was finding that more people were going to therapy, but also I was seeing that so many people were Christians who decided to go to therapy and I thought that that was interesting. So I really wanted to have this conversation, discussion, but also bring um, just some people in to share their testimony because I can give my experience, but my experience may be limited to just a certain amount of people. So I'm excited to be interviewing these amazing women this month. Um, today I'll be interviewing Diavola. Next Sunday I will be interviewing um, Janae. I'm so excited about that interview and I'm super excited about the third Sunday this month, Sharnika. I'm just excited about all of them. So if you are watching this, you are getting a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience today and I'm super excited about it. So before we get started, I'm going to pray and I'm just going to give you a couple scriptures to kind of dwell on and think about um, as we go through this entire series because you're going to be doing this with me. So um, quickly, I'm just going to pray. Father God, thank you for this time. Thank you for giving just the wonderful idea to me, Lord, to just extend this series and, bre and bring um, joy and healing to people's lives. I pray that you take me out of the way and allow the Holy Spirit to have his way through me and Diavola. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so quickly before I bring her on, I'm going to just have two scriptures I'm going to read off to you to think about, have them in your mind. Um for this series. So the first one is Revelations 12, 11, which says they triumphed over him, meaning the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives as much as to shrink from death, which basically means our testimony frees us. So I'm using this as a point to let people share their testimony to not only free themselves, but free other people. And then the second scripture is Proverbs 19 and 20, which means, which says, um, listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. Getting advice from wise people helps us. It saves us. It gives us just, it makes us wise in everything. And so wisdom is always a good thing. Seeking wise counsel is always helpful. So in theme of both of those, we have therapy as a Christian. So I'm going to bring the Avila on real quick and add her in. Hi. She has been talking to me all week about this because your girl has been a little, just a little bit. She had a brain crazy, but no, excited. No, just a little nervous. Excited. We were just a little nervous. So, that's all. I am going to be introducing you really quickly. Okay. Everyone, this is Diavola Shade Bennett. Hi, everyone. Yes, my government. Uh, she is one of my really good friends, but she is a mental health therapist, a licensed social worker, a licensed school social worker, an author, so among so many things, but she is a has an amazing testimony that I'm excited for her to share. Yay. So everyone show her some love, give some hearts to her. So <laughs> Diavola, welcome, welcome. Thank Hi, so Rob. Girl, girl thank you for inviting me. I'm super excited yes. to be a part of this series. Like you don't even understand. So I'm yes, ready. yes, yes, yes. 
So we're going to get started real quick. So the first thing I really want everyone to do and for you to do is just to introduce yourself, mm -hmm. say who you are and what you do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yes, like Rosalind said, I am Diabla Shade Bennett. I am a licensed master social worker. Um, I'm an acute therapist right now in the Memphis area. Um, just some background information. I received my bachelor, bachelor's of art in psychology from University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Go Vols. And I also received my master's in social work from the University of Memphis. Go Tigers. Um, I have been doing therapy since about 2014 when I got my first internship. And so what is that, like four years? years now. Um, like Ross mm -hmm. said, I authored my first book, which was the Therapeutic Journal. I'm the host of Ag Diabla Shade. You can find me on YouTube. And I do blog posts. I discuss mental health issues. People write in letters to me. And I just give them advice. So I am so glad to be a part of Therapy as a Christian, not only being a therapist, going to therapy, and also being a Christian. So, you know, it all just kind of goes good. Artists, I see that. I'm not going to do that. Professional. <laughs> Right, right. And if you have questions, try to hold them till the end because we're going to do a short Q&A afterwards. Um, but if you, of course, have a comment or something, feel free to give it. Mm -hmm. so, okay, so the first thing I want to kind of ask you, Diabla, is tell us a little bit of your testimony, kind of some background on you. Mm -hmm. um, but also, how long have you been a Christian? How long have you been saved and had a relationship with God? Okay, so I will start with um, my relationship with God, and then I'll just kind of go into my testimony. Um my mom has always instilled God and Jesus in us. We didn't go to church regularly, but my whole family, like when I mean, I come from a family of praying women, my auntie, my cousin Terry, uh, my cousin Rakita, my cousin Jaleesa, like we, I just come from literally a praying family. So even though I didn't go to church often, I knew the Lord. I decided that I want to seek God on my own, probably when I was about 16. And there was a church um, in Memphis called New Direction. And a friend of mine um, said, hey, you want to go to church with me? And I was like, sure, why not? Literally, the first service moved me to the point I, jo I joined the church the first day I, I went. So um, I started working in the children's ministry. And I just kind of just developed my relationship with God. And then when I went off to college, probably in about 2011, um, about 2011, 12, I ended up getting baptized. So I got baptized in my 20s. And that was kind of like my relationship. But it's just been growing consistently since then. Um, going into my testimony, um, I'll start, and I'll try not to be too long-winded. Um, my parents, they were married before they had me, but my parents weren't in like the healthiest relationship. So <laughs> when my parents, during their relationship, I wasn't really attached to my dad because there were a lot of things going on that I saw in my parents' marriage that made me detach from him. So when they got divorced, I just completely cut off ties with my father. And that's a hard decision to make at such a young age because I was still in my teenage years where I definitely needed my father. So, of course, not having that love with my dad, um, I, latched on, I latched on to someone. And that someone became my high school sweetheart. Um, I literally thought, like, I'm in love. And, you know, this is like, this is what love Everyone is supposed to feel. Right, right. <laughs> this is what love is supposed to feel like. And there were a lot of signs that this probably wasn't the person I should have been with. But, you know, when we're young, we don't see that. So I ended up getting married at 18. Oh, my God. I ended up getting married um, at 18. He was going off into the Army, and I had just started college. So it was about 2009. Um, he went, as soon as we got married, he got deployed. So when he came back, we were just, we had a lot of issues. It was, it's just like, it was a lot of infidelity and it was infidelity on both our parts. We just did mm -hmm. not know what a marriage was or really what it consisted, what it needed to be. You know, we right. didn't have God in there. The right. Yeah. So we didn't have God in our marriage. So of course, what well, we ended up deciding doing both, we decided to get divorced probably when I was like 20 and it that literally i think and i'm still in the healing process of that and that was almost what 10 years ago so it's definitely i'm glad i came out of that and it, it took a while and like i said it's still a healing process of all, a lot of hurt that came from both of our parts on that mm -hmm. so a lot of hurt kind of from you on that a little bit yeah a lot of forgiveness okay. that probably still hasn't that still needs to happen right. today but okay right. <laughs> Right. Okay. So in your testimony, talking about your marriage and so you're leaving a relationship, mm -hmm. 
from like a lot of hurt mm-hmm. and a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Describe a little bit um, to me from how that led you to go to therapy. Okay, well, can I tell you about my first experience with therapy? Yeah, yeah. So tell me how many experiences have you had and all that kind of stuff and what led you to go to therapy? Okay, you guys, I have had three total experiences with therapy and literally two of them was before I became a therapist. So during my marriage, of course, trying to save a marriage, what do you do? You go to marriage counseling. Now that's probably something we should have did, you know, ahead <laughs> of time, but we didn't. <laughs> so Girl. my first um, encounter was going to our pastor and seeking marriage counseling. And he, um, my ex was the one that said, you know, I want you, I want to keep you. So I want to make this work. Let's go to counseling. So it was his idea. It was never my idea to, I never thought so of counseling. Y'all, y'all were still married. We were still married. Were still yeah, married. we were still married. Okay. So we went and of course he just continued to cheat and all that. So I feel like to me, that wasn't my, a positive experience because you, the pastor, I knew he was trying to help, but you're trying to throw the Bible at me as far as what I need to do as a wife. And I'm just like, but he's not being a husband to me. So, you know, I, I kind of had a sour taste in my mouth for counseling. I'm not even going to lie. So um, when I realized that I had a story to tell, I knew I wanted to help people, especially women. That drove me to wanting to be a therapist. So, mm-hmm. of course, okay. as I was going through becoming a therapist i joined therapy again but i was dating it was post-divorce and i was dating him again so he happened to have been in my life when i decided to go to therapy so we did it as a joint thing i didn't do individual counseling again i went and did couples counseling even though we're divorced we were dating doing couples counseling again and so your first two experiences with therapy weren't individual they were with someone someone else. else so it wasn't about it wasn't by yourself you weren't able to really talk about what was going on with you i wasn't not freely without you know i wasn't i wasn't still i still wasn't putting me first i still was putting the relationship before me i still at that age in my early 20s didn't even know who i was but yet i'm gonna figure out who i am with you you know so so i felt I'm still not getting what I need out of therapy because I'm trying to fix a us problem. And it really was a me problem. Obviously I wasn't happy with myself because I'm allowing things to happen in this relationship. And you know, in a relationship, if you don't know who you are, the relationship is going to tell you who you are. Uh, so yeah. that it, the first two experiences just wasn't the best. When I sought counseling my last time as an adult, fully detached from him, as a therapist, I really got to get what the benefit of being in therapy and working on you, healing, self-love, positive affirmations, forgiveness, and moving forward and focusing on you. And luckily, right. I had a Christian-based therapist, or I have a Christian-based therapist, so that helps. Okay, so we're going to backtrack. Okay. Up. Okay, so before you went to therapy your third time, mm-hmm. how much time in between was the the couples counseling therapy and your last time okay um so the last couple counseling i was in grad school so let's say that's about 2014 i had just started grad school mm-hmm. and we i was in grad school together <sighs> yes we were um and i didn't start counseling it's sad to say until this year so 2018 okay. so that's about four years okay so tell me about that four-year time frame because 18 going into like 20 mm-hmm. di- freshly divorced Ooh, oh my god dating your ex-husband Foolish. at the time again not bring up a bunch of things again but then going <laughs> to counseling with him and then ending that relationship mm-hmm. and then going into four years before going into therapy again mm-hmm. like what things were going on what was what were kind of the what we would call you and me mm-hmm. symptoms of things that were going on in that time frame um i felt damaged i was like you know, I didn't feel like I was, I want to say lovable. I didn't feel like, um, really, I felt like, God, maybe you put me on this earth to be alone because I'm trying to make it work with this man. And now that I'm fully detached from him, I don't know who I am. So I didn't have a sense of identity yeah. in myself. I didn't know who Diablo Sade was, what she like do. Did she like seafood? Did she like chicken? You know, I didn't. <laughs> okay, so I might be over-exaggerating here, but that's how... I'm like, what do I like to do? Do I like to go on dates on the river? Or do I like certain movies? I had no sense of who I was. And then I didn't have a, 
I didn't know who I was in God's eyes. And I think that's what hurt the most because I never that's included it. him in anything in my, you know, I'm just, you know, I knew he was there, but I never asked him, you know, except for when it was time for me to break up that last breakup post-divorce and leave him alone. And I said, God, just give me the strength to leave. And that's when right. that was the first step of me, including God in my process of healing. Mm -hmm. So at that time, before you're in your marriage, even afterwards, there was no invitation for the Holy Spirit or God to come into that. No, and I never thought about that. Like I, ne and I think about I'm ever I'm talking about it, it's like a revelation. It's like, dang, D, you really did not include God in. Like you knew He was there, but you know, even though I know God walked with me, because that's the only way I made it through was because He mm -hmm. was there. Because of my foolishness, if I was leading myself, I would have led myself off a cliff. Right. So I'm glad He was right. there with me, but I didn't know. I couldn't love myself and I expected this man to love me and he didn't. So I had no idea what love was other than from my mom or my dad. So it's like that. Right. That was an introduction right. to his grace at that beginning, in that point in my life. Yes, yes. Okay, so I'm going to get into how therapy has helped you, like, from with your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. But I want to kind of dissect this for a second. You don't have to say anything to this, but... Basically, from that four-year time frame, a lot of self-doubt, mm -hmm. a lot of just lack of identity. I mean, you started a marriage with someone mm -hmm. as a wife, and that that whole identity is a lot. Girl. I will say yes, it's a lot to shift your mind from a single person to a married person. But not only that, you were 18. Mm -hmm. Like, at 18, we don't know anything. Oh, my God. So, shifting from that... And then going into being an independent, single, educated woman and having to like process all of that mm -hmm. was a lot. It was. And it, and a lot of times, do you feel like you, when you did start asking God to come in, did you feel like you immediately saw a change? Um, I, you know what, because I journaled my experience, I can say that because I, I didn't know what to ask God for. My thing was, God, that's good. I just, that's good. I was like, Lord, I just want to make it to the next day, the next day, the next day. I want to feel better. That's all I knew the accent for was, Lord, just get this pain away. Like, I want to feel happy and I want to feel right. whole without this man. Cause this is a man that I've known since I was 14, 15 years old. And here I am, what, 24, 25 at that point. And I knew life not without him. You know, I didn't know what life was like without him to not have him. And when I left him, that was completely, it altered the rest of how my life was going to go because he was never going to be included in there. So all the dreams and the hopes that I had for us no longer existed. So I was just like, Lord, just get me through this day to day. That's all I like. Just get me through this day. Just get me through this day. Do you feel like at any point were you like struggling with depression? Were you struggling with anxiety? Uh, yeah. Now the anxiety went Grad school caused me anxiety. I don't care what nobody. Grad school caused me anxiety. I never had anxiety until I started grad school. So thank you, grad school. Love you. Thank you for the degrees, but no. Um, I did battle with depression. Oh, my God. Um, I withdrew. But you know how you don't realize you did? Like, I slept a lot. When I wasn't at school or I wasn't at work because I was in grad school when the separation fully took place, I was trying to get my master's um, work. I earned a GA, so I'm I'm just like, and I think, you know, just being transparent, you were there to witness a lot of that. Um, mm -hmm. I literally would have my phone on Do Not Disturb, and Rosalind is the friend that know you got your, that she, you got your phone on Do Not Disturb, and she would and call, I would call you, you back. back twice in in that two you minutes. Gonna, gonna <laughs> so, yeah, luckily I have a great family and great friends that kind of were able to not let me get drift so far apart you know, or so mm -hmm. far away, mm -hmm. you know, they checked on me, check on your yes. friends. If your friends or family are withdrawn, you know, this not that they have this bubbly personality, please check on them because yeah. it could have went real left, you know, had I yeah. battled with suicidal thoughts. I didn't, but some people do. Mm -hmm. And a couple of things you said, because a lot of times with depression, I don't think a lot of people know when they're quote unquote depressed. Depression mm -hmm. can be a bunch of different things. Hold on, y'all, because you know with live things. 
Okay, hold on. It's coming in. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> Girl, you know. Okay. The enemy trying to my trying to keep this blessing. Before this was, do not <laughs> let the Wi-Fi mess up. That was my only prayer. Okay, so that's what I was saying. Right. So. Uh, and depression could look like a bunch of things. It mm -hmm. can look like overeating. It could look like sleeping a mm -hmm. lot. It could look like not answering the phone. Mm -hmm. It could be a number of things. Not to say every single time that happens, you're quote unquote depressed. depressed. Mm -hmm. But it starts slow. Man. And I think that's important to know the mm -hmm. enemy is so cunning in the way that he can kind of like slide his way in. Mm -hmm. Oh, you don't have to answer the phone. Oh, you can close the blinds and go mm -hmm. to sleep. Oh, you could just sleep a little bit extra. Yes, ma'am. You look up and it's like, you ain't talked to nobody in a couple weeks. You didn't lost weight. And so I think that's important to know that when you're feeling like that, mm -hmm. surround yourself with people that you care about. Mm -hmm. Like that accountability, love, and people is such a helpful thing. When yes, ma'am. Okay, so mm -hmm. I am going to kind of go into your third experience. Mm -hmm. um, tell me, how did you find this therapist? Okay, so I found my current therapist um, through my professor from University of Memphis, um, Dr. Mm -hmm. Laura Taylor, who is amazing. Um, yeah. She knew someone, of course, being a therapist, you know other <laughs> therapists. So she said, I feel like this young lady would be a great fit. And I think the reason she pointed out that, hey, Dee, maybe you should think about um, therapy right now because it seems like you're holding on to a lot of things. And it wasn't necessarily the marriage or anything we were talking about. Um, my thing was more so... I had become so, I wasn't compassionate to myself anymore. I, I would, she does my supervision for my LCSW license, and I literally will beat myself up in supervision. I'm just like, I'm not helping these kids. I'm not changing, you know, I'm not giving, I'm not a great therapist. I don't know how to work with this kid. I don't, I'm lost. Like, I literally, she's like, why are you, you are doing a great job. Do you not see these positives going on here? Do you not see that you were mm -hmm. awarded, you know, the employee of the month? Do you not see that this kid graduated your program successfully and literally went off to college? Like, do you, she, do you not see that? And she's like, why are you so hard on yourself? Or, and I never thought about it. And that's, she was like, you need to, and you, I know you tell me that a lot to be more compassionate myself. So when she saw that, she was just like, you know what? I think you should work through these issues in a healthy being better. So uh -oh. maybe there's some underlying issue there. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So from kind of going to therapy mm -hmm. this time and kind of have working through some things. So this mm -hmm. has been a minute since you started. How long ago was that? Um when did I start? I, like, I think I want to say like February. Yes. Um before I got married. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, was it before you got married? I think so. I, I think so. So it might have been February. You know, yeah. I remember like it was right okay. after, you know, you did. So I think it was probably February. Okay, so kind of tell me a little bit on specifically kind of going into God. Mm -hmm. How did this experience with therapy, since this was more of a positive experience, how do you feel like this experience shaped your like thought process towards God? Okay. So one, before I even committed to going to therapy, I had to have a conversation with God. I was not going to make another decision and I make sure I do that. I'm not about to make another decision without him in it. It, with business, if I can't, if I, if you want me to stay at this job, Lord, and you're not ready for me to go to another, I'm not making another decision without God. I see what life is like when you don't do that. So I consulted him first and I was like, Lord, get, first give me the strength to be able to go. If you say it's a yes and give me, be, give me the courage to be able to be broken down because I knew that I had to, I had to get broken down. I had to figure, I had to go to a dark place and that's what therapy kind of will do. It will take you to a dark place. Something, your, my relationship with my dad was a, it was a, a big theme in that um my battle with perfectionism and my marriage things that i don't like to discuss it, it had it had to be discussed i was like lord give me the strength god gave me the yes and when i mean it was a perfect match even on the days that are hard to go it was such a perfect match and i was like oh thank you jesus so the, the guy that i really want to emphasize with mm -hmm. that is she had three experiences i've had three different experiences mm -hmm. So not every therapist that you see is going to like fit you out. It's, it's, it's 
therapy for a reason. Mm -hmm. You're opening up emotional things. You're creating a relationship mm -hmm. with someone to talk about something deep. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to know that it's, you may not have it on the first go, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you stop trying. You right. Know? Like my therapist, mm -hmm. I've said multiple times, if I could give her a check. Just get all your money. <laughs> just to like, I would pay her that. And mm -hmm. I mean that because I get so much from seeing and I, seeing her and she's, me and Janae were talking about this, which we'll get into when we do her interview, was mm -hmm. just being graced with that calling. Mm -hmm. Like, that's such a mantle that only God can give somebody mm -hmm. to pour into somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's important to know that you don't have to just start with one person. You can continue to go. Building self-awareness is important, mm -hmm. and it's okay if mm -hmm. you don't get, get on the first try. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how do you feel like, even with therapy, mm -hmm. this has changed your mindset on the grace of God, which people don't talk about too much, mm -hmm. but I really want you to kind of delve into that a little bit. Going through therapy and then a struggle with my forgiveness factor, I didn't understand what forgiveness was. So when you bring God into that and you understand what grace is, grace cannot be earned. I cannot earn God. It's, it's not this bank that I'm depositing every time I do a good thing, every time I donate to charity, that, oh my God, God, this is my easiest way to get closer to God or get into heaven. I cannot, I cannot earn God's grace. It's already given to me. And when, when that clicked for me, that forgiveness, it helped me to understand forgiving other people. That it's not yeah. something you got to do for me. I never had to get an apology from my ex-husband. I never had to get an apology from my dad. I didn't need it because I had already forgiven you just as God right. me. So it helped me right. to transition God's grace to forgiveness into my life. And it's just when people wrong me, just forgive them. Just forgive right. them. Right, right, right. And exactly the thing where we don't earn God's grace mm -hmm. is, I know for me, I used to think that if I did something wrong, God was God was going to hate me. Oh, yeah. And if I did something right, he was just going to love me above everybody else. And I quickly found out that that's not the way he operates, mm -mm. period. So, but yeah, not to go into a soapbox. Okay, so tell me how <laughs> you feel like going to therapy <laughs> has helped you individually, like personally. Well, of course, I'm still a work in progress. So of course, I know there are things that I'm still wanting to do or better myself. But I feel like I am becoming more compassionate for myself. And I'm dismantling mm -hmm. perfectionism in my eyes. Um, like I said, the forgiveness. Um, my forgiveness of what I did wrong in my marriage, as well as, like I said, the forgiveness on his part, forgiving him for what he did. Forgiving my dad. Um, it's just really like this. I don't even know how to explain the connection that I've grown, but I didn't know what love was at 14, 18, 21. But it's like, and even though I'm still growing to know God's love and it still amazes me, I have a more concrete. So I can't just be around just anybody. I can't just date just anybody now. I can't let people touch me. Things that I would do, I can't do it anymore because I love myself and I only learned that through God loving me. So... You know, it's, it's just changed. It's, it's just a, it was a mindset right. shift, a mindset shift for me. Right. Okay. Okay. So, um, how do you feel like going into relationships? How do you feel like therapy has helped you in relationships with other people? So that can be love relationships, platonic relationships, mm -hmm. friendship, friendships, all those types of things, even relationships with your family. Like, how do you feel like that's helped you? Um, family wise, I feel like I grow closer and closer with the women in my family like the women in my family have always been in church so i feel like i'm now i feel close to them i can talk to them about things things that i normally could have i feel like with my dad it's brought me closer to him and that's something i really really desire even though i, I was so like oh, i don't need you i could do this on my own i didn't have you this it made me just like no i need my daddy i love my daddy um my relationships with men going back to what i said earlier I used to kind of just date, like, you like me, I like you. You know, it is what it, it is. What it, I'll go out. I, I'll do this. I'll do that. And now I'm just like, uh, can't do that. No. What you know? You know, and it's not a judgment on me. Love for you. Right. It's like I love me so much. I cannot be in certain situations. I cannot allow myself to be in certain situations that will, if you're not bringing me closer to God, I just can't date you. And it's not a judgment call on you whatsoever. It's more from me. I'm not going to make you happy. Because I'm going to always have a problem if you try to get me to do this. You try to get me to have sex. You try to get me to... I'm not doing that. So, 
Yeah. It, <laughs> it just kind of comes with it. So you lose a lot. You lose a lot of relationships. I'm not even going to lie, but you gain a lot too. So when I right. stop trying to please right. man, I, I end up feeling, hey, less people is better. I don't need all this. I don't need all this yeah. on me. You know, all these spirits don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you realize that takes time to get to like Woo! your love is not an overnight process it's like not. You, you have to realize taking years of not loving yourself mm -hmm. and trying to fix it in one day like it doesn't happen that way it takes time mm -hmm. and that's what i think mm -hmm. the purpose what god wanted wanted us to do was love our neighbors we love ourselves Ooh, like girl. that wasn't he didn't say that just for no reason mm -hmm. like how can you love somebody but she don't even love yourself. But that's oh, a whole other That's box. a word right there, girl. Right there. We can end it on that alone. <laughs> right. Okay. So, having had been through this experience, mm -hmm. what would you tell somebody about? You can even kind of give it from just a mm -hmm. um, a practical situation, and not even just somebody who is or isn't a Christian. Mm -hmm. But how would you explain having had been through therapy? What would you tell someone about therapy? Um, I would tell someone about therapy is go in once you kind of feel like that therapist is right for you because you got to make sure the therapist is right for you. Every therapist is not for you. I'm not the therapist for every person. You know, I, I'm just not. I ain't either. So, you know, I had to be okay with that. Go in there. You see this? We're going to take the mask off. We go around here. We, we got to be wives, sisters, daughters. We have to play so many characters. We got to go to work, smile, cheat. We have to, when you go to therapy, take the mask off. Be vulnerable to yourself. Be This person is not going to judge you. But seriously, be vulnerable for you. The healing is for you. That's what it is. And therapists, we facilitate change. We don't change you. You change you. You have the power within you. We help facilitate change. That's all we do. Take the mask off. All those feelings do not run from them. That person is licensed to help you unpack it in a healthy manner. You're not going to explode because you feel the hurt from your, you know, being raped or you feel the hurt from dad not being there. Or you feel the hurt from mom never saying you was good enough. You're not going to succumb to it. It's going to hurt. Now, don't get me wrong. It's going to hurt. It's but girl. the strength afterwards, oh, my goodness. You will never know strength like that until you've been broken down. You won't. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, and I yeah. think it's important to also mm -hmm. note that people who have not been through quote unquote trauma mm -hmm. can still go. Yes. Like even if you're struggling with just transitions, that was a big one for me. Oh, phase of I life. That's a diagnosis phase of life. Mm -hmm. It was hard for me. And it would give me extreme anxiety. Even when I would pray about it, it was like I couldn't mentally get my mind to transition to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And when I processed that, it was helpful. Mm -hmm. So you can go to therapy if you have trauma, mm -hmm. not equaling it out, saying it's one is worse than the other, mm -hmm. but you can still go even if you have never just been through something mm -hmm. hard like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Hey, man. Okay, so <clears throat> kind of wrapping this up a little bit, but mm -hmm. I want to ask, and this is a question I'm asking every person I'm interviewing. Did you have any negative comments or negative concerns from people around you about going to therapy because i know and speaking speaking like especially with therapy as mm -hmm. Christian, the reason why i'm bringing this up is because i think a lot of times people say in the church or mm -hmm. just spiritual people is you ain't really got to go see you just go see god you go see god but there's there's still some helpful things in going to see somebody so did you get any negative comments or something from other people i'll start with this my first negative comment comments surrounding therapy <clears throat> was when I decided to be a therapist. So marriage counseling, nobody's going to say nothing negative about that because, you know, pastors and priests and everybody, they can be marriage counselor. No one said anything negative about that. It was when I decided to be a therapist. And it was just like, you're not going to make any money. They don't do anything. Take it to God. Okay, so that was my first one. But yes, I do get a lot of negative conversation, or I did, because it's just like, you're right, go lay it on the altar. Just put everything on the altar. You know, and you obviously are not praying. You're not tithing enough. You're not doing this enough because it's so God to take it away. And it's like, no, God sends people in your life 
to aid you, to help you. He's always done that. He's always sent people. He's always sent his disciples. So he's just not going to, you're not good enough. God doesn't love you enough to send someone in your life to help you. Does, does that sound mm -hmm. like it registered? And no, and it's not. not only that, go ahead. Yeah, not only that, but God also exposes us so that Ooh. we can go to him. Like, I just think of a perfect example of like the woman at the well mm -hmm. where Christ like literally said, mm -hmm. you staying with somebody and the man you staying with ain't even your husband. Like you, he exposes us mm -hmm. to be, and what happened after he exposed her, she was like, are you the Messiah? Like right. was able, and, and when she got it, mm -hmm. she went and told everybody, look, he told me about my <laughs> and that's that's who God is like literally mm -hmm. exposes you. Mm -hmm. He wants to expose you. Yes. He wants to bring light to your life. He doesn't want you Don't to live in it. shame. And that's what I think. We get hurt by things and we we we're insecure so we cover it up. We cover it up. We put mask on. And it's like God does never he never wanted us to live in shame. We're not supposed to live in shame. And my whole exactly. thing is I go to therapy, but I don't give my therapist the glory. God gets the glory. I know God. I'm, God still gets the glory in my healing, whether somebody helps me or not, because I know that he sent someone. I still attribute it to him. His glory right. does not get diminished because someone else has helped. Someone else has helped me. Right. Right. Exactly. That's good. Girl, that's the word on this good old Sunday that the Lord has made. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so if I want to, you know, open the floor, we're kind of wrapping up a little bit. That was my last question, Diavola. Um, is there any questions? Like, I'm going to open the floor to questions for y'all real quickly. And then I'm going to provide some resources. Um, uh, one of those is her book, which is amazing. And I'll get into that and I'll <laughs> let her explain. Um, but also if y'all have any questions, just go ahead and kind of flood the comments with them. If you have them questions for me, questions for her questions if you've never been to therapy and you're thinking about it like all that kind of stuff um and if we don't have any questions that's fine okay. but i just want to open the floor if people have questions and while we're waiting on questions um uh, remember that i said i had um i was surrounded by strong women in my family i would like to kind of mm -hmm. shout them out rakita davis brent andrea shannon kendrys caster dominique jackson i don't know jaleesa is in here jaleesa henderson I'm literally, I love my family. I would not be the woman. They are strong women, so they lead by example. And I, I'm so grateful to God to have them. They support me in all I do. Um, like literally, and we're, they teach me how to be a business woman. I got my cousin Rakita that does mink lashes. My cousin Dominique does vocal lessons. Like we're literally working on working together and uplifting each other. Yeah. So I'm just so happy. Hey, y'all. Love you too, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tria. Awesome. Okay. Well, I don't see anybody asking any questions. So I'm just going to get into the resources real quick. So if you're interested, if you're watching this and you're like, I'm thinking about going to therapy. If you know someone who is going to therapy and they love their therapist, ask them. Like, I always tell people, if you want to see my therapist, you got to call her because she got to wait. My book. <laughs> Booked and busy. Right. But the Avalon therapist, I know I've sent her information to people. Mm -hmm. She's also awesome. So if mm -hmm. you're interested, shoot her a DM. Mm -hmm. um, but if and you're she don't play either. for therapy, right. Mm. And that's what you need. Man, so, so if you're looking for therapy at an affordable price and you don't have insurance, you can still go if you have insurance. Openpathcollective.com. Um, if somebody can put that in the comments, open O P E N P A T A P A T A. Is that dot com? Yeah, openpathcollective.org. Okay, path. It is a website that is a network of therapists all over the country, so not just in Memphis, that you can sign up. The membership is $50, it's a one time fee, but you get access to all of their therapists. And you pay a, a fee between thirty to fifty dollars, depending on what you and your therapist negotiate. So I pay my therapist forty dollars a session, mm -hmm. but she normally charges a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars mm -hmm. a session. Like my therapist as well, she charges a hundred, but I pay um, thirty five. So and so that's open a, half collective. 
yeah, that's a service that you can go to um, and it's worth it because they have tons of different therapists. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for someone specific, like a male, female, mm -hmm. African-American, Caucasian, mm -hmm. somebody that specializes in anxiety, depression, you sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. If you're a parent, you can even um, look on their website for kid therapy too, because I know they also do some, like there's some listings for kids and my therapist also sees kids mm -hmm. too. So that's an option as well. Mm -hmm. um, also psychology, is it psychologytoday.com? Psychology Today is a website there. that you can look on. If you have um, insurance, mm -hmm. you can look up a certain therapists in your community. And they also do a pay scale. Have, so you can just kind of put your pay scale on what you can afford. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so certain therapists that have insurance and whatnot, so you can look that up. Mm -hmm. Psychology Today is open for every single community. I think every mental health therapist, like ever, should, yeah, put their, their put their information on there. So Psychology Today is a resource. I talked about this before. I've done it before. Is I say it's for people who's on the go. Talkspace.com. Mm -hmm which is an app where you can actually see a therapist and text them. Um, but you can text them, but also do live sessions via your phone. It's a little expensive, but it is an option. Um, and I've done that before and it was good, but I really liked the one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. situation. Um, but also we're going to get into Diablo. Also, you can use this resource, oh! which is, <laughs> I don't want to get makeup on this. Uh, oh, um, a therapeutic journal. If you are someone who's thinking about going to therapy, but has not taken the step and are thinking about kind of processing past, present, and future, which I'll let her tell you why she wrote it. Um, this is so good. I actually have one. I'm giving this away to somebody that I told them. She's I already gave it away, y'all, so don't ask. <laughs> um, but it's, <clears throat> this has been like something in the making from her. Mm -hmm pain and all of these things she wanted to express this out to people so i'm gonna let you talk real quickly about that okay um i won't keep you long yes i created the therapeutic journal basically working working as a therapist first of all personally i use journal writing i've always done journaling since i was probably a kid but definitely as an adult um I, i'm able to track things track progress everything so anyway getting back to my work um, I would have my kids, especially my kids that have experienced traumas, they would do trauma narrative. Well, and then they will also keep daily journals. Yes, Erica. Uh, they would keep <laughs> daily journals. So I decided what were a lot of questions that I asked my kids, um, the kiddos that I work with, you know, in a daily session. So I came up with a lot of prompts and I had some really close friends, whether they were in the field or not, to vote on the prompts. And it came up with 30 prompts and broke, broken into three sections, past, present, and future. Um, I can give you an example out of here um, about one of my favorite prompts. Um, it's the first prompt in here. It says, who has hurt you in the past and has never apologized for, for it? Um, a lot of my kiddos experience where parents or friends or relatives have told them, you're never going to be anything. You're, you're nothing. You're a slut. You're here. You're there. And also thinking about some things from when I was a kid, that I heard um, people say around me about me. So it made me come up with this. I came up with 30 <clears throat> prompts. It's a great resource if you're not ready to go to therapy, but you kind of want to figure out some things, some issues that you have. And what you can do is when you're done completing the journal, take it to a therapist and you will have an insight on what you need to work on or what is really troubling you the most. Which, which part of this was hard to write the most? It talks about abandonment. It talks about past breakups. It talks about relationships with your parents. So good journal research. I'm going to read. I'm super excited. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'm going to read um, one, a couple of my favorite, mm -hmm. one, from pre one from present and one from future. Um, mm -hmm. Prompt 14, what social messages do you feel are forced on you to conform to? Going to college, getting married by a certain age, making a certain amount of money, et cetera. Do you feel a need to conform to them? Why or why not? And then she gives you pages to write about that. So that's from present. And then future, one of mine, one of my favorites was, why do you think you were created? And I just think those are like super, super helpful to dive into, especially if you don't have like a certain level of like, what's going on with me mm -hmm. to be able to dig into this. And I think this is helpful. So um, <laughs> go to the Evers page, send me a DM. I will send you the link and you can purchase your journal. 
Thank you, Rosalyn. Okay. And I think that is it. Oh, where, where can people find you on social media? Oh, okay. Um, We'll start with Facebook. If you see my name on here, it's Diabola Shade Bennett. Just send me a friend request. I haven't reached my 5,000, so I'm most likely successful, you know, unless, you know, you try to be weird or something. But for the most part, I'm most likely to accept you. So Diabola Shade Bennett. Instagram, ask Diabola Shade. Remember, that is my podcast. Actually, I eliminated the podcast and I just kept it to a YouTube channel. So ask Diabola Shade. Um, it's about mental health. It's about anyone. I give information on mental health, but you can also send in letters. <laughs> you can also send in letters on AskDiabolaShade.com. And I answer letters from my viewers about relationships, about mental health, whatever you need. Um, like I said, Instagram, AskDiabolaShade. Snapchat, priceless underscore worth. I didn't have that name before I was AskDiabolaShade, so I'll eventually <laughs> change it. Don't judge me. <laughs> Um, I think that's it. Yeah. So AskDiabolaShade.com and AskDiabolaShade Facebook page and YouTube. Yes. Oh, and I also do a new series on IGTV called Living Wholeheartedly for self-compassion, loving yourself. And I also do Thursdays, two Thursdays out of the month. I do a talk therapy Thursdays where I just give you information on mental health. So, yay. Awesome, 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 awesome. And I'm going to plug myself in. If you want to follow me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Roslyn Renee. It's just my first name and middle name. All right. Well, thank you so much for the people who stay to the end. If you are watching the replay, thank you again for watching this. Mm. I'm so excited about this series. So next Sunday at 6.30 p.m., we have Janae McClain. I'm so excited about this. Her testimony is super, super, super good, y'all. So you don't want to miss it. I will of course be promoting it and be sure to tune in next Sunday. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.